hey, um, if you work in a company, in a team, in a company, and you are at least a mid-level developer, then once in a while your team will ask you to interview new people who would like to join the team. So you will be the interviewer. I play this role a few times a week, that's for sure. And there is a problem with the interviews when you are an active interviewer. Actually, the problem is even bigger when you are not a very active interviewer. The problem is how do you explain your opinion about the person you interview to the rest of the team? They will give you the programmer, they will ask you to interview that guy, and then after the interview, they will ask you what you think. And you have to explain your conclusions. You have to, you have to summarize your experience after the interview. And what's more interesting is that they will sometimes ask you to give that summary after a while. They will ask you right after the interview, but maybe after a while as well, maybe in a few weeks even. And it's hard. It's hard to remember the people you interview. It's hard to remember why you give the opinion. So I share my recipe, how I do it. Um, I designed a very small file for myself, a very small template of the most important questions I ask people who I interview. And they're not technical questions. I don't really specify the exact Java questions I may ask, but I, I broke down all the aspects of, uh, of uh, questions I asked that guy. And then I approximately defined uh, the, the, the ranges in which I um, measure the answers I hear. For example, I pay attention to the, the, the open source history of the people who I interview. So it does matter for me. When you come to me for the interview, I will ask you, what's your experience in open source? Did you try to commit to some open source projects or maybe you have your own open source project? That kind of questions. If your answer is zero, I have nothing, then I give you zero in this particular line. If you tell me that you are an active contributor to a few large open source products and you have your own stuff, then I will give you seven, 10. My, my, my range is from zero to 10. And then I quickly, in just one sentence, explain to myself why I gave you that remark, why I gave you five. I just put a few words there to remember. And I have other things like uh, education. I pay attention to where you graduated. One thing is your bachelor or maybe no education in no university or maybe you get a PhD in, in Stanford. So on, on the range from zero to 10, I will give you the mark and I'll put some, uh, some words there. Another thing I pay attention to is I usually give to Java programmers or Ruby programmers and to C++ programmers. I give a very small uh, piece of code and I ask uh, the people I interview to find bugs, to find problems in this piece of code. And according to their answers, I make my judgment during the interview how good or bad they are. And sometimes it's not about good or bad, actually often it's not about good or bad, it's about what kind of bugs they find. Some people see low-level problems there. Some people see high-level bugs, design problems there. So it, it's not about actually judging on your level, but about judging what you pay attention to. Like, what are you a designer or you're the programmer or, or maybe the architect? So I write down my, my judgment, I write down my conclusions, and I give you the number from, from zero to 10. Then I fill up this form, it's a one simple one-page document. I put some details there, the date of the interview, what kind, of, uh, uh, what kind of general information I received from you. Very short, very brief. And I put this document to my, to my computer. And I have these documents for the last years. 
I can go back a few years back and I can open if you if you for example I interviewed you a few years ago you come back to me again then I open the file and I know what kind of questions I was asking you what kind of answers I got and why I uh, decided that your level is uh, five here three here seven there and so on and so forth I suggest you do the same define for yourself the things you pay attention to define the ranges define the the, the way you you measure the answers and make this template the same for everybody you interview. And don't expect your company or your team to provide this template to you. Sometimes they would. Some the large companies, they usually expect you to somehow structure the, the result of the interview, somehow structure your, uh, your conclusion. But I would suggest to still do your own work and define your own template, your own way of how you interview people, what you pay attention to. And stick to this template through the years of, of interviews you do. In this case, it will be easier for you to compare a candidate to candidate because you, you can see the numbers, even though people are different, of course, it's hard to compare them by the numbers, but still, you will be able to explain to your team why this candidate is a go for you and this one is no go. So this explanation will be based on some objective uh, information, objective measurements. Of course, they're not really objective, but still, it's better than two subjective opinions. I like this guy, I don't like this guy. It's hard to explain to the management. It kind of feels like you're not really professional. But if you have a, a document for this one and a document for that one, very short, still, it's better to, uh, to explain your decision. That's my recipe. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.